Thanks for tuning in, folks, to another exciting episode of Win the Ball. Got quite the show for you today. Going to discuss Manchester United versus Tottenham. Was Cristiano Ronaldo's hat trick enough to bring United to another win? Ralph Ragnick's side definitely, definitely needed it. We'll talk about more sanctions levied on Chelsea owner Roman Abramovich. Uh, We'll talk about some Champions League. Some Premier League table, it may be a little MLS if we can sneak it in right here on Win the Ball. Goosebumps every time I hear it. Wow, wow, wow. Welcome back to Win the Ball. My name is Drew Dickinson coming to you live from Studio 18 right here in beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. We've got a bipolar spring going on here in Atlanta. It was suntanny and sunny last week and now we got the hoodies and jackets back out, scarves, beanies, gloves, you name it. But we'll be back to some sun here in no time, but we'll get right back into it. Man, oh man, what a fun weekend we had. If you missed the Manchester United and Tottenham Hotspur game, I suggest you go back and rewatch it. Not only was it a great, great matchup of two powerhouse clubs in the world of soccer, but we witnessed history, folks. If it's, you know, if you're not getting tired of this man making history almost, it feels like he's making history once or twice every month now. Cristiano Ronaldo, another hat trick, almost 60 for his career. He broke the goal record for club and country. Now 806 throughout his career, 806 goals for club and country, 37 years old. And with his hat trick on Saturday, he is now in a three-way tie with Sadio Mane, Diogo Jota for 12 goals in the Premier League, eight behind Mo Salah, who I have said before is the current best player in the world. But anyways, we'll get we'll get back into Manchester United and Tottenham. It was it was a fun game. United came out United came out strong. Fast goal from Ronaldo. Beautiful beautiful goal. 25 yard just ripper. Absolute howitzer, as my dad used to say. I uh, I jumped off the couch. That's for sure. I wasn't expecting that. You know he's been. He, as in Ronaldo, has been quite in the dip of form recently. And for him to come out and play the way that he did against a, you know, Jekyll and Hyde Tottenham Hotspur just goes to show you that, you know, he he ages like, like a fine wine. And if anybody tries to tell me that Lionel Messi is the GOAT, I'll point to certain things just like this. Ronaldo scored more goals on Saturday than Messi has in the entire French League all season. So we'll continue and I'll digress. But, you know, Spurs played a good game. Harry Kane was on was on, was on on form. But I will say this. Hin, uh, Hinman Son, I don't know what's happened to him. Not having his best year as of yet. Hopefully for his sake and uh, Antonio Conte's sake. Oh, sorry about that. They can they can turn things around. But um, United went up one nothing. Uh, handball from Alex Tellez puts Tottenham on the board one one. A controversial offside call, which led to Ronaldo's second goal and United going up two one right right quick. And Tottenham answer uh, Harry Harry Kane 
own goal. If you rewatch the game, go ahead and try and uh, when Harry Kane scores the own goal, take a look at Christian Romero laughs right in Maguire's face. You know, he deserves it. I, I think Maguire is still, like we've said before, and win the ball almost every episode. He doesn't really, he's not quite cutting it, you know, not just as a captain, but I feel as a as a Manchester United player, he's, he's got to get better. We need the 2018 World Cup Harry, Kane, uh, Harry Maguire, excuse me, to start showing up here for Manchester United. But uh, right before the 80th minute, corner kick, 2-2, and the GOAT takes his leap and heads the ball in for the win. Hat trick, 12 goals on the season, 806 for his career. What a day. And again, if you haven't watched the game, there was another GOAT sighting at Old Trafford on Saturday. That's right. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., Most of you know him as Tom Brady. He was in the stands, two goats, one stadium, very, very rare. And just, it's very, very coincidental that not even 24 hours later, Brady gets on the horn, really gets on Twitter and unretires. Very coincidental that he saw Ronaldo at 37 have have Old Trafford absolutely buzzing after a hat trick. And here he comes, unretiring, that competitive edge. He misses it, he can't be outgoated. I love every second of it. I'm cheering for him all the way, but he's, he's no Cristiano Ronaldo, but um, but we'll digress on that. It, it was a great game. Great game. Uh, United won their third out of their last four uh, Premier League games. That puts them that put them in fourth place with 50 points. But Arsenal turned around and beat the Foxes later on in the day, and Arsenal recaptured the fourth place spot, the ch- final Champions League spot in the Premier League. And I believe Arsenal still have three, maybe four games in hand. But they have um, a couple big games this week. Um, hoping as a huge United fan, hoping they they don't walk away with you know more than four. Points and then get within one game in hand of United, and we can't see if we can't get this top four race really, really, really up and running. But we'll move on. Another big story out of the weekend was the whole, you know, obviously the unfortunate events that are continuing to occur in Ukraine. The Russian oligarch owner of Chelsea FC, uh, Roman Abramovich, was handed down more sanctions by the UK government. The Premier League board has disqualified Abramovich as a director of Chelsea Football Club. The board's decision does not impact on the club's ability to train and play its fixtures, as set out under the terms of a license issued by the government, which expires May 31st, 2022. This is all being reported by ESPN, mind you. Uh, sources, at ES, uh, sources have told ESPN that the limitations on spending, which include a cap of around 20,000 pounds on travel to away matches and a revised 900,000 pounds limit on the cost of staging home games. And that led uh, Barclays to suspend the club's credit cards for fear of breaching government rules. I, um, I'm not a politician. But what I can say is that it's an absolute disgrace what the Russians are doing in Ukraine. And we're going to leave it at that. This is a football podcast. But I think what the UK government and the Premier League are doing is absolute class. We have to show not just these people, but the world that we're willing to take action. We're not going to bow down to these guys. I mean, he's a criminal. He's a crook. He doesn't deserve any of the things that he got. I mean, people are still, for crying out loud, at Stanford Bridge have up Roman Empire signs like, hello, people, wake the fuck up. You know, (laughs) stop and smell the roses for just a second. There are people dying for no fucking reason. And I'm not saying that this guy was a part of it, but he was a part of it. He is in Putin's pocket, vice versa. But anyways, like I said, we'll keep this a a soccer podcast. Um, But Chelsea, Chelsea, gosh dang it, the reigning champions of the world didn't affect him one bit 89 89th minute winner by kai havertz who mind you kai's on fire uh tuchel and tuchel and co 
will be traveling to Lille this coming week in their second leg round of 16 Champions League clash. And here's what Thomas Tuchel had to say after the game about the Champions League travel uh, against Lille. He said, my last information is we are getting a plane so we can go by plane and come back by plane. If not, we'll go by train. If not, we'll go by bus. If not, I'll drive a seven seater. Honestly, I will do it. You can mark my words. I will do it to arrive there. So he's getting a bit, um, things are getting a little comical for him. He's trying, you know, he doesn't know what to do. He said he's taking things day by day. Um, you know, all of the stuff surrounding the club, all of the absolute misery that is Ukraine and all the absolute misery that is Chelsea fan base, they can't sign anybody. Um, it's going to be really, really... I'm, I'm really anxious to find out if Tuchel stays. Uh, if, if, they're, if they have any sort of Champions League ban for next year, why would he? What is he having? I mean, he's young. He's arguably one of the top three coaches in the world. Things are going to be things are going to get interesting before they get uh, you know better for Chelsea. And as a fan, I hate it for the fans who don't deserve it, didn't do any of it. I hate it for the boys who have nothing to do with it, didn't deserve any of the sanctions, but I don't feel bad for anybody um, up top in the office. Uh, Abramovich tried to sneakingly sell the club before the sanctions came down, but of course, everybody low bottom was trying to get it as cheap as possible and he wasn't going to budge. Now, he's not getting anything and now he's probably never going to own a football club again. But hey, like my wife says, they got their $600 million yachts, so I think they'll be perfectly fucking fine. So let's... uh. Let's move along here and talk about something a little bit more exciting. And it's something you don't hear on a podcast every day. But look, I'm going to come right out and say it. Bottom three battle in the Premier League. Really, you know, bottom five, bottom six. But Leeds Leeds with that amazing win over Norwich City. They have pulled within um, four points of the danger zone. Leeds is sitting in 16th place with 26 points. Everton, who are just, they might get relegated for the first time ever. Let me repeat that. Everton have a chance to be relegated for the first time in the history of their existence in the Premier League. Watford, big win, 22 points. Burnley sitting in 19th with 21 points. I I apologize, Watford got smashed. It was Burnley with the big win, and Norwich lost their fifth in a row, sitting at 17 points. Norwich has just been doing this up and down, up and down, up and down. They will get get relegated back down to the championship, get promoted back up to the Premier League. Who knows what's going to happen with Norwich City this year, but one thing's for sure is they are going down. And again, we can continue with the Premier League table. Manchester City right now fighting with a 0-0 draw with uh, Crystal Palace. They are four points currently. If the result stands against Palace, they'll be four points uh, uh, top of the league over Liverpool, who sits in second with 66. Chelsea, Liverpool, and Arsenal have both, all three, won five in a row. Arsenal now within eight points of 59 points of Chelsea. Arsenal 51. And Man United and West Ham, who are in the top four battle with Arsenal, sit with 50 and 48 points. And yeah, Arsenal has three games in hand over West Ham and Manchester United. This week is one of the last weeks of Premier League action before international break. We also have my second favorite tournament, Champions League this week. We have the second leg of the round of 16 as Manchester United welcome Atletico Madrid. 
They'll play tomorrow at 4 o'clock. They have a aggregate score of 1-1 one to one with uh, United's current form and the big, big win against Tottenham. It's going to be fun to see uh, which Manchester United team shows up, which squad Ralph Ragnick will put out onto the field, and will Bruno, you know, will Bruno be back? He, 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 missed it. he missed out in the action on Saturday for a positive COVID test. He trained today because he, you know, had a negative test. So if he has another negative test tomorrow, he will be good to go for action on Tuesday. We have uh, Benfica leaving Portugal, going to travel to the Netherlands to take on Ajax at the Amsterdam Stadium. They, too, are tied aggregate, but they are at 2-2. They play tomorrow at 4. Wednesday, Villarreal leaves Spain, travel to Turin to take on Juventus in beautiful Italy. They are tied on aggregate 1-1. They play Wednesday at 4 p.m. And to round out the last game of the round of 16 is Lille from the French League. They will be hosting Chelsea. Chelsea is up 2-0 on aggregate. Looks like they could possibly sail right on into the Elite Eight of the Champions League for the second year in a row. It's going to be some fun soccer this week, folks. I tell you what, I'm I cannot wait for the United and Madrid game tomorrow, 4 p.m. kickoff. You know, Ralph Ragnick has been very, very good at lining up his squad for games. You know, it, it, whether or not United play good or only show up to play one half, you can always say that Ralph himself has set them up to win almost every time. Now with no, uh, well with Ronaldo tomorrow and Cavani back, both healthy, Ronaldo scoring the hat trick, he's absolutely flying right now. I expect big things. I expect big things from Ronaldo, Fred, and Jaden Sancho tomorrow. So really excited about that matchup. You know, I didn't expect Ajax and Benfica to be tied 2-2, especially the run that Ten Hag has had Ajax on, but I'm going to go with uh, Ajax tomorrow, one nothing to advance. And I got Juventus over Villarreal, and of course, I'll take Chelsea over Lille. So make sure you tune in. I, I'm pretty sure CBS, uh, local CBS, is going to broadcast one game. I would expect Man United and Juventus, but we'll just have to uh, wait and see. We'll uh, just mention real quick some Atlanta United action. Atlanta United hosted um, Charlotte FC for the first time in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Charlotte FC, in their inaugural season. Uh, Real quick, Charlotte, hometown, born and raised there, born in 1985, left Charlotte for Atlanta in 92. I uh, didn't have a chance to go to the game, unfortunately, but I was able to to watch. Not the best outing for the Five Stripes. Uh, You know, Charlotte struggled, to say the least, their first two two games of the season. Atlanta came out strong uh, opening opening day in the Benz, beating Sporting Kansas City, and then just got throttled the next week by Colorado on the road. And they, you know, they had a a last-minute winner, stoppage time winner from Mulraney, uh, 2-1 deflection goal. Look, three points are three points. A win is a win. I will be going to the game this weekend against Montreal, bringing the father-in-law. It'll be our second game together. Really excited about that. Not sure if we're going to do some tailgating or not, but I'll definitely get out early, maybe head to a bar or something with the guys. It's St. Patrick's Day weekend, so everybody have fun. Be safe. Thank you for listening to this episode of Win the Ball, and be sure to tune in next week for some more soccer news action right here on Win the Ball.